Hey everybody, on this week's episode of the Redeemed Marriage Podcast, we're actually going to hit the rewind button and we're going to do something a little special because we're going to go back and we're going to play the audio version of a video series that we did back in December called the 12 Days of Questions. And we have gone back and we have pulled the most popular video that we did and we're going to share that audio version with you today on this podcast. And so today we're going to be talking about triggers that open up wounds and how you can manage those. So stay tuned. Hey, I'm Rusty. And I'm Heather. We're the Bryants with Three Strands Marriage Ministry, and this is the Redeemed Marriage Video Podcast. We are here to encourage healthy marriages, strengthen wounded marriages, and begin the process of restoration to broken marriages. We're not licensed counselors. However, we are a redeemed couple that loves the Lord and wants to help you journey through this messy, challenging, and fun part of life called marriage. Hey guys, we are so happy to be back with you today on this day eight of the 12 Days of Questions on our Redeemed Marriage podcast. Um, we do these in one take always, but this is day three because I'm not a very good introductor. But we had a great question. Nor can she read. <laughs> I was having trouble reading. It's fine. Um, but we had a great question from Atlanta, Georgia. And it says this, I have a question and it's about triggers. Do you have any stock phrases that are helpful when you or your spouse bumps up against something that triggers a deep wound? I think our tendency is to shut down if the spouse that's been hurt is triggered. What is something helpful they can say that will reach out and not cause conflict? And then what is something helpful that can be a positive response that will spur on communication. Okay. That was a hard one. I'm glad you're doing this one. (laughs) Well, I I have lots of thoughts on this one. Um, So, first of all, let's just get straight what a trigger is. Mm -hmm. So, you've probably heard, and you are probably familiar, but if you're not, a trigger is basically something that uh, when one of your senses... um, what so it's basic I mean it could be any sense it could be you see something you hear something I mean even smell touch taste whatever but you it triggers a deep wound somewhere inside of you and it doesn't necessarily have to be a deep wound but that's where we that's where we're gonna go with this is just to address those deep wounds because we have a lot of those and so um, the reason why I think that it's probably best that I take this is because there are a lot of triggers in my life and so if you're not real familiar with our story or you've just joined us recently and you don't really know everything, um, nine, a little over nine years ago, Heather was unfaithful in our marriage. And so because of that, there are lots of triggers. And basically what I mean by that, just to give some examples, um, places, uh, you know, we may drive by somewhere that reminds me of something that happened. Um, maybe uh, I see someone um, in the community that just was a part of the, the story and, and that may trigger something. But it can even be really small things that you don't even expect. Um, I mean, even like from time to time, look, you know, if you look at your, looking at your spouse and maybe you're like 
scrolling and just messing around on your phone or something and just I mean something that happens a million times a day but it's just all of a sudden you think mm, you know that was there was some stuff going on you know that would cause me to think about that so anyway there's just triggers that that happen and so when when a wound happens those triggers early on happen very often like not even I can't even say daily because for the first little bit it wasn't even it, it was like hourly or even more frequent than that and so these triggers happen and over time they get better but it doesn't matter nine years later and they still pop back up so I want to just address a little bit about how you can respond to that and how you can process that and I'll kind of talk about it from both sides from both spouses point of view so first of all I think that there's two ways that we react first of all there's there's an internal reaction to um, to the triggers and so what I mean by that is is that when when a trigger happens you immediately on the inside need to begin to process um, what it is and and I would say that that probably every time a trigger happens. I mean, it could just be in normal everyday life, but Satan gets his hooks in at that point, and he starts trying to convince you, you know, it, it's all your fault. You know, you aren't good enough. And, and I'm speaking, obviously, for our specific situation, but there's all kinds of triggers that happen, and they don't have to be as big as an affair. Um, but those things start you start thinking through all that and it can just get you deeper and deeper and you even start thinking you know even it doesn't matter even if you've come so far in your in your relationship it's attacking all of a sudden on your spouse again and so to be able to internally process that I think that a great thing to do is to begin to speak truth to yourself and so, you know, that can be scripture that you've memorized or just phrases, like you said. I mean, Heather has a, um, has a tattoo that says, Daughter of the King. I mean, what a perfect thing to say, you know, when you see that trigger. That's not, that's not something that I'm going to go and bury myself in because I know the truth. I know that I'm a daughter of the King. I know that I'm a son of the King. Or maybe it's a scripture, you know, no weapon formed against me is going to prosper. You know, anything like that that just is... I remember when you were going through cancer, you had a truth jar, mm -hmm. and there were scriptures and things that would remind you, so you could just reach in and take one and just read truth. And so I think that internally, that's the first step, is, is processing that with truth, because they're going to happen. Just be, be prepared and know that they're going to happen. Mm -hmm. But then there's this external um, processing, and so usually what happens when you see a trigger, the initial reaction is to shut down, mm -hmm. and that's what that question said. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's the initial, uh, I mean, that's just kind of the generic way of handling it, is, is that because the uh, the alternative to that is emotional blow up you know getting into an argument fighting with your spouse whatever it is and so it does become this shutdown mm -hmm. so what I want to do first is I want to talk about what the spouse's reaction to that can be because usually the way it happens is a trigger happens a spouse shut, shuts down the other one says what's wrong 
And then you get into this, oh, nothing, you know. And there's some reasons for that. We can talk about that in a second, but there's a reason that, you know, I don't want to hurt them. I don't want to say anything. Or, gosh, I'm just being silly again. I don't want to say something. And no, 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 I know something's wrong. What's wrong? And then you know what happens at that point. So a great way to handle something like this, I think, is that if if you've op- if there's been a trigger that's opened up a deep wound, admit it. Like, it's okay to say, hey, you know what? Something that just happened, it reminded me of a deep wound. It may not even have anything to do with your spouse. It may be a wound of something else. Mm -hmm. But it opened up this deep wound, and I just need a little space to process that. Mm -hmm. Like, that's okay to ask for that. Mm -hmm. And then the response of your spouse needs to be, okay, you know, I'll... I'll give you that space, but there's also an opportunity to really validate that hurt. And I think that that's important because, you know, I told Heather early on, I said, you know, I I'm, I was never going to be one to hang this over her head, and I have not done that, but I don't get tired of hearing her say, I'm really sorry that I hurt you. I mean, even nine years later, I don't want her to come up to me every other day and say, I'm really sorry about this, because that opens up wounds. But if she knows that I'm hurting because of a trigger, for her to be able to say, you know, I'm, I'm really sorry because I know that I caused that wound. And then to be able to say, look, I, I'm happy to give you your space, but if, if you need to talk through this, or if you need me to help or answer any questions in any way, please know that I'm here. And that's good enough. Like, that's good enough. You don't have to, but the worst response is, why do you always bring this back up? Or can you not just get over this? No. I mean, there are wounds that are so deep that, yes, we still process through those things. And so the the other part of the whole external thing that I would say would be from my point. And and the question that I would ask yourself if you're being, if you're being triggered and it's causing emotional shutdowns or blow-ups or whatever— what's the motivation like what's the motivation for shutting down because if the motivation is i just need to take a breath because i know that if i don't and i don't process this internally then something you know a big blow up could happen or whatever that's okay Mm -hmm. that's going to happen but if it's because you know what i want to hang this over her head i want i'm hurting so i want her to hurt too or i want him to hurt or i want somebody else to hurt even if it doesn't have anything to do with him somebody else needs to sit in this pain with me Mm -hmm. and if that's the case that's not good and that's not right and so you know the to recognize that the triggers are going to come the triggers are okay but i will tell you this if and this is kind of this is the last thing i'm going to say but if you can learn to twist those triggers into almost being a moment of praise and thanksgiving because when those triggers happen satan wants you to remember all of the awful things but what God wants you to remember is how far He's brought you. Right. Or, even if He's in the midst of bringing you out of that, how, how much He's working, or even the hope of what could be or what can be in the future. And so those are the things that you take, and instead of making that trigger remind you of all those things, you stop and you go, oh my goodness, you know, I'm thankful that I'm not there anymore and I'm thankful that I'm moving in this direction. There's just ways to make it into a thankful praise. Um, and so triggers are real. Um, are. I know I talked the whole time, That's fine. but if That's you fine. have anything that you mm-hmm. want to add, no, you can. Mm-mm. I love that you said that it can be for both because 
I have triggers in a different way. Sure. Um, I have triggers more of, I can't believe I hurt him. Mm -hmm. And then also the reason why I have the tattoo, Daughter of the King, is because that's a big trigger for me in that I'm not worthy. Um, that's that's mm-hmm. what Satan attacks me with, that I'm not worthy, I don't deserve to be forgiven, um, I'll never be good enough for you, all of those things. And I love to have um, truth and lie cards, mm-hmm. and, and, and those can be used for triggers. Um, if, if there's a trigger for you that is a lie from the enemy, you write it down on a card what that lie is. And then on the other side, you cover it up with truth. And so anytime the enemy's attacking you with a lie, you are able to turn it over and read truth about that. Um, and truth is what comes from Scripture. Not your opinion, not somebody else's opinion, not what a theologian said, but it's scripture. Mm-hmm. It is what God tells you about that thing. And so I call those, um, and that that um, actually comes from my mentor, the lie, the truth and lie cards. And I have lots of them. Um, I have lots that I pull out um, often, and then I have some that were for a season. Um, but yeah, when you started off with... Um, preaching truth to yourself and waking up every day and and doing that reminding yourself who you are in Christ that's yeah. huge. And and part of the reason why we mention that is cuz we've we've said it's not your spouse's job to fix right. even if they've done something that's caused that deep wound you have to get to a point in healing that you're not depending on your spouse to try to fix whatever it is um, and so yeah I mean just to be able to take that step back and process things internally also knowing that it could come out externally and you both have to communicate in that situation um, but those are just I think great tools to be able to to help with those triggers and look I mean in all seriousness I, I, I really feel like I have dealt with this and battled with this for over nine years and probably in a pretty healthy place with that so if anybody has any specific questions about that feel free to reach out um more than happy to to help with that but hey i know it was a little bit deeper subject today but great question and thanks and look we've enjoyed doing this and like we were at the grocery while ago somebody we ran into you know from across the thing just hollered at us and said i love watching you guys and i mean just so thankful for people that and their encouragement and so uh we'll keep doing this and like we've said if we reach one marriage and it helps them then we're happy to do it it's enough so come back tomorrow for what is it day nine tomorrow day nine tomorrow we'll see you then